Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Friday, March 10th. We made it to Friday. I should play some Rebecca Black in honor of it being Friday. And as always today, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Today is National Blueberry Popover Day. Uh, I have never had a blueberry popover. I'm not even 100% sure what this is. It looks like a British, it looks like Yorkshire pudding type style British treat with some blueberries thrown in, maybe a little bit of a powdered sugar on top. I've never seen this. I've never heard of this. It looks pretty good. It almost looks like a... um, like a little, uh, like a one bite treat thing, like almost like a small cookie or something. These look pretty good. I would definitely try these uh, if somebody had these. Let's see. They were invented in the 1800s. They're pretty good. They're over in Europe. But yeah, it's like a one bite treat. It looks like a Yorkshire pudding type thing, just with some blueberries, just with some blueberries on it. And today is also National Ranch Day. And National Ranch, I mean, ranch, what, what does ranch not go on? You can put it on pizza, you can put it on salad. Uh, you can put it on hot wings. I mean, you can put ranch on so many different things. It's one of the most versatile things. Sprinkle it on some barbecue, mix it in with some stuff. I'm a huge ranch fan. Uh, anything and everything that I can put ranch on, I will. It's fantastic. Ranch is amazing. And if you, uh, if anybody's from the Midwest and listening to this, I think loving ranch is like a religion out there in the Midwest. So I know the uh, I know the Midwest folks love their ranch dressing. Yesterday, the Braves fell to the Blue Jays 3-1. to one. Not a lot of uh, offense going along in that one. Hilliard with the lone RBI for the Braves. One of the bright spots, though, for the Braves, once again, I feel like our starting pitching in spring training has been really, really good. Uh, Spencer Strider with three and a third innings only gave up one earned run and had five Ks. That's amazing to see. You know, we've kind of said this in the podcast a couple times this week that it almost seems like our starting pitchers are in midseason form. Like, they're pitching so well in spring training right now. I just want to put them in a cocoon and get them over to Atlanta and get them ready for the uh, for the season to start. And then Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder with three innings pitch, two earned runs, and three Ks. It's not bad. That's not terrible from Bryce Elder. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see him uh, with a little bit less earned runs in that short amount of time, but that's, that's not awful. I think he has... I think his ERA after that outing actually went down. I think he came into it with like a near 10 ERA and he got it down to like a 7 ERA. Um, So that's not great from somebody who you would expect to be battling for that fifth starter position. I think it's between Bryce Elder, Ian Anderson, and Mike Soroka. Soroka says he's going to be healthy for the start of the season, but we'll see. I think Ian Anderson right now probably leads the way, but Bryce Elder's still young too. He's only 23. So he might come in for some long relief, possibly this year, maybe plays in Gwinnett. I don't know, but, you know, this kind of goes back to the topic we were talking about yesterday. The Dukes and Bell were talking about the Braves didn't have enough pitching, and I just, you know, I didn't see it. Billy didn't see it. I don't know what they're talking about. 
I think we have a plethora of good pitchers, and I think Bryce Elder is one of those good pitchers. It'll be interesting to see because we have, um, I don't know, maybe let's see, we let's see. Today's the tenth, so we have one, two, maybe two-ish weeks left of spring training. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see as they chisel and whittle the roster down, start sending more people to Gwinnett, what that fifth starter spot's going to look like. Who's going to get it? Who's going to take it? I think it's going to be Ian Anderson. I think if Soroka is 100% healthy, it might be Soroka. I just don't believe that Soroka is going to be 100% healthy for the start of the season, and I don't think Soroka is going to get that fifth starter position. I think it's going to be Ian Anderson just because availability is the best ability, and Ian Anderson is available. Mike Soroka for some reason, is is still injured. So we'll see. Uh, the Braves this weekend. Let me pull up the schedule for this weekend for the Braves. I think they have a split squad game tomorrow. I think they play today, and then they have a split squad game tomorrow. They play uh, the Rays today, and then they do have a split squad game on Saturday. They play the Detroit Tigers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then, or excuse me, no, the Pirates game is on a Sunday. For some reason, I thought they had a split squad game this weekend. They do not. My apologies. Today is the Rays. Tomorrow is the Tigers. And Sunday is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Not many more games left in spring training. We're almost halfway through, it looks like. Almost halfway through spring training. Uh, then it's time to get to the real deal. Speaking of the real deal, the Hawks take on the Wizards tomorrow night. Uh, this is a game that, you know, we're seeing this opponent once again for the second time this week. We beat them by two points earlier in the week, but it was a huge, huge comeback. 15-point deficit that the Hawks erased. I'd like to see him not get down by that much. That'd be fantastic. Got to find a way to stop Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, Porzingis had a monster game the last time the Hawks faced each other. Uh, Kristaps, I believe, had over 40 points. It was like 42 or 43. And, and really, for the Wizards, I mean, it's stopping, it's stopping three people. Those are the only people that did a lot of damage to the Hawks earlier this week. It was Kuzma, Porzingis, and Bradley Beal, and that was it. I mean, it was those three guys. If you can limit the the scoring for those three guys, the Hawks win this one easily by double digits. I thought they did a. I thought the Hawks did a fantastic job of ball movement, getting everybody involved. I mean, everybody but two players that got into the game scored into double digits. Collins, Hunter, Capella, Trey, Dejounte Murray, Jalen Johnson, Bogey, all had double digit points. The only ones that didn't was Anyeka Okongwu, who had nine, so he was one point away from double digits, and Sadiq Bey, who had two. And it was just an odd game for Sadiq Bey. His shot wasn't there, which is very odd because you kind of expect Sadiq Bey's shot to be there, but the defense not to be there, and it was the complete opposite against the Wizards. Sadiq Bey played pretty good defense, and uh, his shot wasn't there. It's kind of weird to see. One of the things that was really encouraging from this Hawks squad versus the Wizards was Trey's defense. Uh, Trey played some of the best two-way deep or that was the best two-way player in the game I, I think that might have been the best defensive game I've ever seen Trey play it, it's it's up there in top five performances that Trey's ever pumped in as a hawk and it's going to go overlooked because it was only a two-point victory against the Washington Wizards who were four points or four games below 500 it's not a game that had a lot of eyes on it other than other than uh, our outside of Hawks fans I don't think there was a ton of national coverage on it but it might have been one of Trey's greatest regular season games that he's ever had uh the offense was great and the numbers aren't going to pop up you know we said this on the podcast after the game 28 and 10 that's, that's good numbers but that's not amazing numbers when you look at trey's you know scoring average that are going to pop out to you but it was just the fundamentals that play, trey played with the ball movement the off ball movement when uh when dejounte murray was bringing the ball up the defense that 
that Trey had. It was really encouraging to see. And I think that spurs from Quinn Schneider being the new head coach. I think it's the mentality that Schneider brings in. And, you know, I, I think it's uh, I think it's something going forward that, that's encouraging for Trey. That's always been the knock on Trey is his defense. And people that haven't watched Trey play this year, his defense is a little bit better. But I think it's going to get exponentially better uh, under Quinn Schneider, you know, towards the end of this year and the beginning of next year. Also this weekend, we have the Atlanta United Five Stripes. We're traveling up to Charlotte, see if we can get a victory away. I mean, the Charlotte, it's uh, Saturday at noon, and I know, I believe Abner's traveling up there for that one. I'm not sure who else is, uh, if anybody, is going up there. But right now, Charlotte is 14th in the standings. They haven't gotten any results from any of the games they have played. Uh, they have a minus three goal differential. So I, I really think, you know, the old, the old adage in soccer is you want to take three points from home and draw on the road. You can take one point on road games and three points from home games. If you can do that, you'll have a successful soccer team. I think this should be a game that the that Atlanta United is going into and really thinking that they can take three points. Uh, honestly, I think Atlanta United should have had three points in their last game at home versus Toronto FC. I think that was a game that they played well enough to earn three points. But they should be going into this Charlotte uh, game with, I, I mean, I, I think their sights should be set on getting on, on getting three points. I mean, I, I just I, I think that's I, I think that's a reasonable expectation. One of the uh, one of the things going into this game that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, Josetu is questionable for the game because he had a uh, he had a minor twinge in his hamstring per Doug Roberson, uh, so he might be out. Josetu, I think. Sosa comes back this game. I'm not sure. Abner and I were talking about that uh, this week. We were trying to figure out if Sosa was... We know he was suspended for three games, but I thought he served one of those suspensions last year, but maybe not. He, he might be suspended the first three games of this year. So if there's no Rosetu and there's no Sosa, I'm not sure who else you're going to get to start in that midfield role. I'd really like to see Etienne Jr. get the start. I think he's fantastic and then bring Caleb Wiley in in the second half and let Caleb Wiley run wild on uh, Charlotte. I think uh, Caleb Wiley and Gutman have a really good rapport right now and fantastic chemistry, so I don't want to destroy that. I don't want to not have Wiley on the pitch at some point on the same side as Gutman because I think him and Gutman play really well off of each other, but I'd like to see Etienne get a start. I think he's played well off the bench, and I'd like to see that, that shaken up a bit just to see... What Etienne off the, or excuse me, what Etienne starting would bring to the Atlanta United, and what Caleb Wiley coming off the bench would add to in the second half with the speed and the pace that Caleb Wiley has. Him pairing up with Gutman, I think that would be it'd be an interesting pairing to see what Caleb Wiley can can run all over the pitch when Charlotte might be tired. Also, one of the things that's interesting this weekend: who's going to start as striker? Is it going to be Guglia Makalakas? Or is it going to be Yaxon Conway again? I hope it's not Yaxon Conway. I definitely do not want to see him starting for Atlanta United ever again, uh, in, as long as I'm an Atlanta United fan. But I'm not sure if it's going to be a Guglia Makalakalis. Uh, it should be. I mean, I think he's had enough time to fit into the system. I think he's had enough time to train. Uh, the chemistry thing between Arujo and Almada will It'll work itself out in games. I mean, I don't think you have to get that right at practice, but I would like to see Gagliamakalas um, be the be the striker for Atlanta United this week 
up in Charlotte. Another thing, if you're not going to Charlotte, which I assume a lot of people are not, if you're at home, I believe this game is the is a free game on Apple TV Plus. So if you don't pay for Apple TV Plus, I believe this is one of the free games I think I saw on a graphic. So um, that'll be interesting to see as well. I'm trying to see if they had any more news about injuries. I don't see any, so I think everybody is. Uh, I think everybody is going to be a healthy go, except for Hosetu. Oseto was questionable for Charlotte. Um, and I just did find it, yeah, for the second time, uh, one of today's T-Mobile Tuesday freebies is the 2023 MLS season pass. And this week is a free game, by the way. Noon start, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to watch it on replay. I'll have to record or watch it on replay on Apple TV Plus because I won't be able to watch it live. But noon start up in Charlotte, our five stripes travel up there to try to take care of business. And if we get three points from that one, uh, that'll put us on seven points. And depending on what the Philadelphia Union, uh, Nashville, and the New England Revolution do, we might come out of this weekend as first place in the East. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a homer, so take this with a grain of salt. I think we deserve, uh, right now, the way we're playing, I think we are a top four squad in the East. Now I haven't seen all the other teams play, um, but just from watching us play and seeing the evolution from last year's squad to this year's squad, I think we're good enough to be considered a top four, top four team in the Eastern conference right now. So we'll see what the weekend holds for our Hawks and our Atlanta United on the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Only one baseball game actually got underway. It was Bremen versus Heard County. Freeman takes that one 7-0. You heard that one live on Hometown Sports Media Network's call of high school baseball with Casey Bass and RB on the call out there in Bremen. Hopefully they stay dry most of the night. In lacrosse, Carrollton at East Coweta for the girls. We couldn't find a score for that one. Don't have a score for the girls, but I do know the boys, the Carrollton Trojans, beat River Ridge in lacrosse last night 13-3. In soccer, Bowden falls to Christian Heritage 2 to nothing on the girls' side and 10 to nothing on the boys' side. For the Smiths floor covering games and events calendar this weekend, I'm going to rattle off a bunch of games that are going on, but be sure to check and make sure they are not canceled. We are getting more rain in the area today. Tomorrow is supposed to be gorgeous, supposed to be a beautiful day tomorrow, but we're going to have all that rain that we got the past couple of days sitting on the fields. So I'm not sure how that's going to affect a lot of these games. Soccer should be fine. No lightning, no thunder should be fine. But I think we are getting some thunderstorms rolling through the area today. Lacrosse is the same thing. As long as it's not lightning or thundering, lacrosse should be good to go to play. But these baseball games, just make sure you check and make sure that they're actually taking place before you go out there and go watch these young men and women uh, compete. In baseball tonight, Villarica versus Creekside at 555. Mount Zion versus Hiram at 5.30. Harrelson County at Murray County. That's a doubleheader. That's at 5 and 7. Bremen versus Cedartown at 5.30 p.m. And Temple at Bowden at 5.30. That is a game that you will hear on Hometown Sports Media tonight. I will have my inaugural baseball call uh, tonight versus uh, our Temple at Bowden. So game starts at 5.30. We will probably go live somewhere around 5.20 on Hometown Sports Media Network. So tune into that one if you can't make it out. A and B, it doesn't get rained out. For soccer tonight, Mount Zion at New Manchester. 
Girls at 5.30 and boys at 7.30. Villarica versus Jackson. Girls at 5.30, boys at 7.30. Temple at Lamar County. Girls at 5.30, boys at 7.30. Central versus Sonoraville. Girls at 5.30, boys at 7.30. And Bremen at Kahula Creek. Everybody loves Kahula Creek. That's a fun place to go. <laughs> boys at five, or excuse me, girls at five and boys at seven. Tomorrow, Saturday, the only game we have in the docket right now is a girls lacrosse match. McEachern at Bremen at 12 p.m. For the Incredible Pulp Soft Earned Dollars segment, time to earn you guys some soft earned dollars over the weekend. This is our locks of the week. Last weekend was great for us. We went five and one. We hit almost every single bet we placed last week on the soft earned dollar segment. The only one we missed was uh, John Rahm birdie or better on hole one. That was at a plus 1200. So if that would have hit, that would have been phenomenal. But yeah, we almost went perfect last week. Five and one combined between Billy and I. So we earned y'all some money if you took our tips. Right now, I am at a 14 and three clip with uh, $52 one. Billy is at a 13 and four clip, but Billy has $71 earned as he has pulled in a couple more uh, dogs than I have. So Billy earning just a bit more money than I am, over 20 bucks more. So honestly, if you've taken our advice since the start of the year, we've earned y'all $120 of soft earned money. So doing pretty good. I think we're doing our job on $5 bets. This weekend, I got nothing but dogs. I think I love all of these bets, and I usually don't do this. I usually do like one dog and two favorites. This weekend, when I was looking at the lines, there's, there are three, not dogs, but there are three plus bets that I absolutely love, and two of them are racing. So the first one I'm going to throw out here is Justin Allgaier, top three in the United Rentals Tools 200. That is the Xfinity race. He is at a plus 450 to get a top three finish in the Xfinity race. I think Justin Allgaier all year long has been the best Xfinity car. I would even tell you guys to maybe bet on Allgaier to win it. Not just a top three, but to actually win the entire race. I think Allgaier is that type of driver, has that type of car. On the Cup Series race on Sunday, Ross Chastain top 10 in the United Rentals Work United 500. That is at a plus 350. I also absolutely love that. Ross Chastain is a fantastic driver. Trackhouse Racing has really got the wheels underneath them. They are a legit garage to be contended with, and I think Ross Chastain gets a top 10 on Sunday. And then tonight in the Hawks game, so we have a Friday night bet, a Saturday night bet, and a Sunday night bet. Tonight in the Hawks game, I have Clint Capella getting a double-double at a plus 135. He did it last time the Wizards played the Hawks a couple days ago. I think he's going to do it again tonight. Points and rebounds. So those are my incredible Incredible Pulp, soft earned dollars. If you see Incredible Pulp out and about anywhere, stop by, tell Steve Walker that the Morning Five guy sent you. And if you like, if you like uh, cucumbers, if you like cucumber flavoring, if you like to eat cucumbers, try the cucumber lemonade. It's absolutely insanely amazing. It's one of the best flavors I think I have ever tried. For incredible pulp lemonade it's it's really awesome so stop by tell them uh tell them the morning five guys sent you uh usually i ask billy if i need another cup of coffee but i'm just gonna ask myself i do need another cup of coffee i've downed the one cup of coffee that i made for myself this morning another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strong with robert goolsby real estate group chad ramey fires a 64 for a one-shot lead at the players championship down there in florida 
kind of an kind of an odd leaderboard. I mean, you look at this leaderboard and it's not filled with names that you would normally see up there. We have Chad Ramey, Taylor Pendrith, Ben Griffin, Justin Sue, Minwoo Lee, Denny McCarthy, Christian Budenzoit, I mean, Adam, Set, uh, Adam Svensson. I mean, really, other than you have Morikawa's up there, Scheffler's up there, Sam Burns, Victor Hovland, Jordan Spieth, they're kind of in the background. It, it's, a, it's a leaderboard of, I would say, not the elite of the elite in the golfing world, but, you know, that's round one. Let's see what happens after, uh, you know, after four rounds. You know, Rom didn't play really well yesterday. Rory played horrible yesterday. Um, so we'll see. Let's see what happens with all those guys today. They should be teeing off. Eh, they should be teeing off in about an hour and a half, I think. They didn't get round one completely done, so they are going to have to start round one this morning with, let's see, they got about 20 golfers, I think, they still have to complete round one with this morning. So once that gets done, we'll get round two kicked off and ready to go. Uh, Bruins' 10-game winning streak is snapped by the Oilers. I mean, the Bruins right now are just absolutely rolling. Uh, there's no team in the NHL right now that I think that can compete with the Bruins. There's, I think they're still on track to be the highest point-scoring team ever. Right now, they're sitting on 103 points. The next closest teams behind them are 86 with the Toronto Maple Leafs, 82 the Tampa Bay Lightnings, and then 83 and 81 from the Stars in the Wild. Stars in the Wild, obviously, in the Western Conference. But, I mean, they're you know almost 20 points clear of the next team behind them. Just absurd. Just an absurd year the Bruins are having this year. Uh, Patrick Ewing out out as Georgetown men's basketball coach. Uh, that was kind of an odd. You know, I always when I see these hirings, I always think, is this like, is this a hiring because they think Patrick Ewing is actually going to be a good coach, or is this a hiring just for pomp and circumstance and to get their name in the headline for a little bit? Georgetown, who's been largely irrelevant for a long time, uh, especially with Patrick Ewing there, which is kind of weird because Georgetown used to be the household name for a dominant program in, in college basketball sort of fizzled out the past couple of years. So he's, he's out as the head basketball coach there after six years, he finishes with a 75 and 109 record as the Georgetown head coach. 49ers lead the way in the draft with seven compensatory picks. They have seven compensatory picks after the league unveiled their 37 additional choices on Thursday. The Niners have a whopping 11 so they added four more yesterday. San Francisco's seven compensatory selections include three extra third-round picks, numbers 99, 101, and 102, as part of the league's initiative for organizations developing minority candidates who become head coaches or general managers with other teams. I think that's really cool. I think that is an. Um, uh, I think that's. I think that's amazing. I mean, they get you know, they essentially get rewarded for implementing the Rooney rule inside their organization above and beyond what the Rooney rule is. I think that's cool. I'm all in favor for that. Uh, Kevin Durant is expected to miss two to three weeks with that ankle. That's a big blow, man. I mean, this is the time where you do not want to see your superstars going down. This is the time where you want to see your superstars ramping up and getting ready for the playoffs. I don't think the Suns are in any danger of, you know, really missing him. I think they're still going to get the playoffs. But the Suns are not going to have an easy road. I, I think I, I think they're still safe in that four spot. I don't think they're going to catch the Grizz. Although if John Morant's out for an extended period of time, they may catch the Grizz. Suns are three back, three back of the Grizz right now for that th third slot. And right now, if the season ended, 
the Suns would face the LA Clippers in the first round. And the Clippers right now are playing terribly. Ever since they traded and got uh, old Cuzzy from LA, uh, Westbrook, they've played, they played like absolute doo-doo. So I don't think, it, it's not great. It's not great timing for KD's ankle, but it's nothing to be seriously scared about. Um, KD needs to come back and, and team up with Booker. The West, the West playoffs are going to be absolutely nuts. I mean, you have the Nuggets, the Kings, the Grizz, the Suns, the Clips, and the Warriors right now in the playoff position. And then in the play-in position, you got the Timberwolves, the Mavs, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. So, I mean, that that is just filled with phenomenal teams. The Western Conference playoffs are going to be amazing this year in the NBA. And today in 2022, after a 99-day lockout, Major League Baseball and MLB Players Association reach a new collective bargaining agreement. The ML, MLB teams set to play full 122 games or 162 game season in the 2022 season. Y'all lived with us for that entire thing. If you were here with the morning five with Billy and I back when the lockout was happening, we were very boisterous and very opinionated on the lockout. So uh, you know our opinions on that. I'm glad they got a deal done. They played ball and we were only a couple weeks away from uh, the regular season starting for MLB and the Braves obviously going to win another World Series. For Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. Thank you all for listening in. Have a wonderful weekend, and we will see you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake them.